Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about a runner with a stress fracture that was never broken. Before we get started, I just want to mention that I've made something for you that I think you're going to find really helpful if you're listening to this episode. It's called the Stress Fracture Masterclass. And what it will do is it will help you understand how bad your stress fracture really is. You're going to learn the differences between stress response and stress reaction, stress fracture, and what all that really means to a recovering runner who wants to run. So check it out at the end of the episode. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. All right, when you hear this title, you're probably thinking, how is it that a runner can actually have a stress fracture that was never even broken in the first place? Well, this is a real world situation that I had with a runner who called me for a second opinion. It was someone with a stress fracture that was actually told they have a stress fracture, that an MRI that showed a stress fracture, the doctor said it was a stress fracture, but it wasn't actually a stress fracture at all. So what happened in this situation was there's a patient who had had chronic plantar fasciitis. Now that's just irritation of a ligament on the bottom of your foot. She'd been running, it had been bothering her. She wanted to know if she had a partial rupture or something else worse going on, and she got an MRI. Turns out she'd been running a lot in spite of this pain in her arch and heel, and she got an MRI and it showed some inflammation in her fourth metatarsal bone. Well, the signal change that the radiologist notices on an MRI that suggests that you have increased inflammation within the bone on the MRI is then read as a stress fracture, specifically a grade one stress fracture on this scale called the Keating-Miller classification scale. And in that scenario, according to this classification scheme, a grade one stress fracture is where you have no pain, you have some imaging abnormality like signal change or edema within the bone on an MRI, but there is no crack anywhere visible on medical imaging, not on x-rays, not on an MRI, not on an ultrasound, not on a CT scan, nowhere. No crack identifiable anywhere. So there's actually no crack. If there is no crack, it is not, technically speaking, a fracture. It's not actually broken. So what that means is that this runner who had inflammation within the bone actually had this thing that we call a stress response. It's not a stress fracture. It's different. A response is a normal physiologic thing that happens in tissue in response to forces that have been applied to it to stimulate stress and growth within the bone. Just like when you stress your biceps by lifting up weights and doing curls over and over and over in the gym, well, that stresses the muscles. They become sore. You get a little inflammation within the muscles. That is part of the repair process. The muscle gets repaired. It gets stronger. And then you can do more curls later with heavier weights. The same thing happens in your feet. It happens in the metatarsal bones. It happens in the tibia. It happens in lots of places where you can get increased signal or increased uptake within this bone that looks like damage to the bone. But if you have no pain, it is not a stress fracture. It is a stress response. It is a normal thing. And you don't have to mitigate your training 
if that is your case. So that's what I was able to figure out during this telemedicine visit with this runner. And of course, she was very relieved to know that it wasn't really a problem. Now, of course, I gave her some stuff to do in addition to that to make sure that it didn't become painful because if you have a stress response and you really beat it up enough, it can then turn into a stress reaction, which can then turn into a stress fracture, which actually is a problem. So don't take this as advice to tell you you can just run if a doctor told you you have a stress fracture. You need to go back to the doctor or go get a second opinion for someone that actually understands the difference between those things or you need to figure out the difference between those things yourselves so that you can make the right decision for you and so you can get back to running as quickly as possible. Now listen, if you really want to understand how bad your stress fracture really is, you have to understand the different forms of stress fractures. And this is something I teach to you in the Stress Fracture Masterclass. Now, it's free. You can go sign up. It's at docontherun.com slash stressfracturemasterclass, all one word. And in this session, I'm going to teach you the differences between stress response, stress reaction, and stress fractures and what all of those different stages really mean to a recovering runner who wants to run and maintain your running fitness while recovering. So just go to docontherun.com slash stress fracture masterclass and sign up now.